Welcome to Self Talk Show podcast, the show that brings you fascinating conversations with thought leaders, innovators and trailblazers in the world of technology, business and beyond. I'm your host Mitali Uhuri and in today's episode, we have the pleasure of diving into the captivating world of blockchain and cryptocurrencies with a remarkable guest. Joining us today is Dia Thompson a true powerhouse in the tech industry and a passionate advocate for blockchain adoption. Leah is not only a seasoned brand marketing and sales professional, but she's also known as Girl Gone Crypto for her remarkable ability to simplify complex topics like crypto and make them accessible to a broad audience. Her unique talent has caught the attention of major publications such as Yahoo Finance, Business Insider, Blockchain Magazine, and Crypto News. Leah's unwavering commitment to changing the conversation surrounding blockchain technology has earned her a reputation for being a leading voice in the field. With her expertise in video content and her belief in the power of connection, she has been instrumental in helping blockchain brands increase their impact through engaging in educational videos. In this episode, We'll dwell into Leah's journey of transitioning from the tech industry to becoming a crypto enthusiast, her insights on making blockchain more approachable to everyday users, and the strategies she employs to navigate the ever-evolving crypto market. Without further ado, let's welcome Leah Thompson, the girl gone crypto, to Self Talk Show. Get ready to be inspired and gain valuable insights into the world of crypto as we embark on this captivating conversation. Leah, thank you so much for joining us today. We are thrilled to have you here. So Leah, you started as brand marketing and sales professional in the tech industry before becoming a crypto nerd. What drew you to the world of cryptocurrencies and made you so passionate about it? Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate uh, you guys having me on. So how I got involved in crypto is actually a really strange story that involves a ukulele. <laughs> so as you mentioned, I was working in the tech industry before and I kind of hit this point where I I realized that I wanted to work for myself. I didn't want to keep kind of working up the corporate ladder, so to speak. And so at that time, I we're talking about kind of early 2017 timeframe here. Um, I started doing various different side hustles. Like I was reselling designer bags and trying to do all sorts of different things, just seeing what would stick and honestly having a lot of fun with it with, you know, kind of various levels of success. Nothing that was ever going to let me totally leave my job, but, you know, learning a lot of lessons along the way. And a friend of mine was like, hey, I have something that you might find kind of interesting. And, you know, he kind of tried to tell me about crypto before and I just thought it was this super nerdy thing and didn't really pay much attention to. But he was like, you know, there's this website that is like a blogging platform for crypto and you can actually earn cryptocurrency for blogging like maybe you should check it out i know you're doing some different you know kind of earning side income type things and so anyway gave it a shot and i had never made content before had never blogged and never done anything and it was really a lot of fun and i started to build a following on that website and the great thing was is you didn't have to 
necessarily blog or make videos about crypto. It was really kind of a community almost of artists and creatives just doing a lot of different things. Um, anyway, the platform was called Steemit for anyone that is kind of OG crypto in the space that remembers that um, from way back in the day. But um, it was really interesting because I started making videos uh, just like ukulele covers. And trust me when I say I'm really not even that good. Like I just, it, there wasn't a lot of people I think doing stuff like that. So again, I just kind of kept growing and earning crypto. And it was just kind of this interesting unfolding of events where I actually started getting asked to speak at crypto conferences really all over the world. And at first I was like, but, but why? I'm, you know, I don't even make content about crypto. I'm just, you know, you're with my ukulele. And they're like, no, we think your story of how you're earning crypto with your ukulele is interesting. So Anyway, I started traveling and going to all these different events and got to meet people in the industry. And it really, I think, kind of was just super inspiring to see these people that were so passionate about this new technology, this new you know, form of money, this new monetary policy, essentially, that was being built around Bitcoin and crypto. And it really got me excited and made me want to work full time in this industry as well. And I think what was really interesting, too, about that experience is with earning crypto here and there, you know, on this blogging platform is it it kind of forced me to, like, learn how to use it. Right. Like now that I had some in my hand, I'm like, well, why is this actually worth anything and what can I do with it? And, you know, how, how do I open an exchange account and send it? You know, all of these different, you know, down the rabbit hole kind of things that you have to kind of reckon with when you actually have some crypto in your hands. And so it was this really kind of cool learning experience where I, I just got to kind of play around with it all and learn more on my own terms. And then um, in 2019, I'd you know, been really like just kind of using crypto for a few years at that point, I decided to launch a crypto related channel called Frog on Crypto. And uh, that's honestly what I've been kind of doing ever since. That sounds incredibly fascinating. Engaging with individuals who share a passion for cryptocurrencies can truly expand one's perspective on its potential applications. We are curious to know the story behind Girl Gone Crypto. How did this persona come about and what inspired you to take on this identity? So the name Girl Gone Crypto, to be honest, when I first started my channel, I just put my name Leah Thompson and a friend of mine was like, you know people when they come across your account they might not know if it's a personal account or if you're actually making crypto content you should choose a crypto related name and so anyway i i chose that for no particular reason except i thought it seemed kind of cheeky and fun and just kind of rolled with it and um, i still really like it a few years later so i guess that's a good sign well it suits you one of your core beliefs is changing the conversation around blockchain technology to make it more approachable for everyday users with that in mind, when it comes to simplifying complex crypto topics and making blockchain technology more accessible, how do you approach this challenge? And in your efforts to foster wider adoption of blockchain, how do you leverage the power of video content? So, to be honest, this is what I really am most passionate about and why I do what I do and why I make the content that I do. Because I know back in 2017, when I was first getting into crypto, it was incredibly intimidating. I'm not saying that it isn't anymore because it certainly still can feel that way. Um, but there was really not a lot of just concise, helpful, educational content. A lot of the tutorials and things that I was looking up, trying to figure out how to do all of this were, you know, very technical 
videos or like an hour long live stream of this guy that I'm like, I don't even know what he's saying. Like, you know, when you turn on a beginner video and it's all of these words that you don't even know, like, you know, a peer to peer decentralized monetary policy, you know, and all of these different things. And you're like, what does this even mean? And I was like, okay, there's clearly a need to break this down in a simpler way that feels more approachable. And so my whole goal with making content is that if someone is new or they feel maybe a little bit overwhelmed or a little intimidated, hopefully they come across my content and are like, okay, well, if this girl can do it, then, you know, I can probably do it. And it, it feels more like a place that's meant for them as well. Like they're like, okay, this girl maybe looks like someone I would be friends with. I would hang out with. She's doing it. Maybe we can do this too. And so it, again, it's just really my goal to help people realize it's really not as hard as they think. Like it can seem like this kind of overwhelming, intimidating thing to figure out because there really are so many facets to it. Bitcoin and crypto and then there's blockchain technology and then what about NFTs and you know what about all these other things and there's so many different layers and components but when it comes down to it it's really not that hard to get started and the tools have evolved so much more than back in 2017 when I was first learning. They're way more user-friendly. Um, there's just, a, I really think that a lot of people that feel intimidated by it could very quickly kind of get up to speed if that was something they wanted to and so I hope that I just, if anything that people take away from any of my videos, it's just that feeling of empowerment where they're like, okay, maybe I can do this too. I completely agree on that. Could you tell us more about your corporate video training program for tech companies and how it helps strengthen partner relations and increase sales? What were some key strategies or approaches you employed to achieve those results? Okay, so this is just kind of a fun story, but um, I was working for this tech company and they were spending so much time and money sending sales reps out into these stores to do in-person training with the different pieces of equipment. And I think that's great. There was a high level of customer service involved in that, which is excellent. But I mean, you're having these sales reps drive all over their territories, all, you know, in stores maybe had questions and it would be a few weeks till they could get a rep in the store to help you know it just it was kind of this it seemed like there was a bit of a bottleneck in terms of the like human capacity to go service these customers and so um, at that point in time I had you know started making the videos for that Steemit platform and again they were just kind of ukulele covers but I've been learning about how to make and edit and film videos and like do all of this stuff on my own and so I approached our uh, you know VP of sales and was like hey what if I made a video like a whole series of training videos on our equipment that if stores maybe had a quick question, they could reference that instead of having to wait for a rep to come in. Or maybe we could have these stores watch that in advance before the rep comes in so that hopefully the rep's time is, you know, maybe even more impactful because some of their really initial questions have already been covered. And so anyway, it turned out to be um, just a really helpful thing for everyone involved. And so, yeah, that was just kind of like a fun little project that I that I did and really opened my eyes again, like as I was learning more about the power of video. Um, it was just that was kind of one more step in my journey in, in that front. That's amazing. It's fascinating that you were featured in a Super Bowl 2020 commercial. Could you share a bit about that experience and how it came about? What impact did that exposure have on your personal brand and the work you do in the crypto space? Okay, the Super Bowl 2020 thing is so weird. 
I still sometimes I'm like, did that really happen? That's so bizarre. Um, so what's really funny is that um, I was approached by a media agency that was putting together, um, you know, some content for a Super Bowl commercial. So if you guys remember the Discover ad commercials, the yes and no campaign, you may have seen it back in 2020 because they, they were putting it everywhere, but they had one commercial with a bunch of different, like either like viral clips from the internet or, you know, famous clients from movies or something with people saying yes. And then the other commercial was a similar setup, uh, but with people saying no. And anyway, I don't know how this media agency found me, but my sister and I, we were running this kind of talk show on Steam at this crypto blogging platform that, you know, I've mentioned. And we had this moment in one of our shows, like it was so casual. We would literally like drink wine and just like talk for like 20 minutes every week and publish it to the script. I mean, it was really chill. Um, but we had this moment where we both said yes. And I, again, I still to this day do not know how they found that. It seems so crazy to me, but they did. And they licensed that one second clip from that video and it ended up in a Super Bowl commercial. And in terms of the impact of my brand and things like that, I wouldn't actually say it had much impact because it wasn't like they were saying, here's Leah Thompson, you know, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't my name. It was just this random moment, but it was definitely a, a fun moment in my life. I, I don't think I've ever seen my phone blow up in the same way that I, I've had that moment. Like every single person I swear I've ever met in my entire life, all of my followers in DM, like every like old coworker, it, it just was suddenly like, did I just see you on a Super Bowl commercial? <laughs> so, my favorite was, um, it was in the fourth quarter and uh, quite a few of the texts were like, okay, so I've had a few drinks. I'm not sure if I'm seeing things, what? <laughs> so anyway, just kind of a fun, uh, fun little fact. Wow, that is super cool. Connection and relations are important aspects of your work. How do you leverage the power of connecting both online and offline to create engaging content that brings people together while educating and entertaining them? Yes, absolutely. Connections, relationships. I mean, it's not unique to the crypto industry. That is true of really any any industry, any job, any, you know, hobby, anything you do, the people that you meet and the connections that you make are so much of it. And, you know, I think that on a content creation standpoint, there can be this like kind of, you know, different people take different approaches to how they may be engaged with their audience. And I, I love it. I think that what's really cool is you, you kind of get to know your regulars, if you will, like, you know, the people that are like, they're your diehards. They're there commenting on everything. And honestly, like in a way, you kind of get to know them because you, you know, maybe you follow them back and you start to see their content and the things that they're saying. And it, it you, you know, you start to build these kind of like relationships with uh, people that are viewing your content. And I, I really enjoy that aspect of it. And then on the kind of more like, uh, you know, just relationship in the industry side of things, I definitely think that like attending events and conferences and getting to hang out with people in real life is one of the most, you know, satisfying and fun things because, you know, when you're behind your computer all day at home, you know, making content or, you know, just kind of keep up on the news of what's happening in crypto and just kind of staying up to date with everything because it's such a fast moving industry. It can feel, I don't want to say lonely, but, you know, you sometimes you forget that there are so many just really cool, brilliant minds working in this industry. And so I always feel really inspired coming back from conferences because, you know, I had a chance to 
interact with these people and, and kind of get that, um, you know, again, that like re-inspiration of like why we're all here and why we're all doing this. And, and again, I'm, I'm a social person. And so like for me getting to go hang out and spend time with people in person is, is always going to be preferred. Right. Balancing your adventurous pursuits like backpacking, fly fishing and pack rafting with your work in the tech and crypto industries can be quite a juggling act. How do you manage to find harmony between your outdoor exploration and your professional endeavors? Are there any lessons or mindsets you have gained from your outdoor experiences that have positively influenced your entrepreneurial success in the tech and crypto space? You know, I think this is important for for anyone, you know, whether you're an entrepreneur, no matter what industry you work in, whether you work for a company, like no matter what you do, obviously having balance in life is super, super important. And I know you mentioned some of the fun, like outdoor stuff. Honestly, my favorite obsession right now is pickleball. I'm sure there's probably a few people in your audience that can relate to that. It's so much fun. (laughs) But yeah, I think that honestly, um, being active is like probably one of my biggest passions seems like a kind of generic word but you know if um I I spend a lot of time like working out and being active and, and getting outside and getting fresh air and getting sunshine and I think that honestly I I do that large in part not just for my physical health but my mental and emotional as well like I think that especially when you do work in an industry that is so fast paced there's so much going on it can be kind of like overwhelming and stressful sometimes I think that the body really needs that kind of like reset where you get your mind off of everything and you go and you you focus on your workout and your breathing and that's actually one of my favorite things about doing things that are are really active um like you know like pack crafting or even just like a, a you know strength workout or something like your mind has to fully focus on the task at hand like when you're holding heavy weights like you can't be thinking about other things you need to focus on that make sure you don't drop it when you're in a river and you're you know paddling through rapids there is no room in your brain to just be wandering off you need to focus on what you're doing and I think that that's just so good as like a little like reset for your whole like internal rhythm um to be able to then come back to your work at kind of a a calmer you know and just kind of more balanced uh feeling As an internationally certified barista, you clearly have a love for speciality coffee. Do you see any interesting connections or parallels between the coffee industry and the blockchain or crypto industry? I love all the fun facts that you're drawing out from my past. This is great. So yes, I am a a certified uh, coffee snob to be more precise. (laughs) So yeah, before I worked in the tech industry, I was working as a barista. And actually, it was a really kind of fun story of how that came about. Um, I was a... a store manager for a coffee shop and one of my regulars was actually um, on the executive team at the tech company I started working for and um, yeah him and his wife would always come through every morning and we just got to know each other and one day he was like I don't have any job openings but I want to hire you so he created a job for me and I ended up working at that company for like eight years so it turned out really great it was kind of like a fun evolution of, of things um, but Yeah, it's it's funny. I mean, I don't know that there's any like direct parallels between coffee and, and crypto, um, except that, you know, you probably need a lot of coffee if you work in crypto. Um, but no, I just I love coffee. And it's funny. I think people there's always that joke, right? Like, oh, make your coffee at home to save money. You know, those rich people are always joking. You know, you could be rich, too, if you just saved on your Starbucks. It's funny. I, I do make my coffee at home, but it's actually not even to save money. It's because I think I make my coffee better. <laughs> 
so back to that uh, copy snob thing but no yeah it's it, it fun that definitely sounds fun given your experience attending various crypto conferences worldwide what are some of the most memorable moments or key takeaways you have had from these events how have they contributed to your growth as a professional and your passion for blockchain adoption I guess I uh, kind of jumped the gun on on this one talking about uh, conferences earlier, but yeah, I really think, and again, no matter what industry you work in, I think that getting to connect with people in person is hugely important um, just for not just building relationships, but for just, again, like kind of rebalancing that like motivation, that reason that like, okay, this is why I'm here. Also just getting ideas. Like when you do like, let's say a Zoom call with someone, you might talk with them for like, you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes, depending on how long your call is. Um, and, you know, that can be a really nice way to connect with people. But when you're in person at an event and you end up talking for like an hour or two, like you just have this like spaciousness within the conversation where you explore all sorts of different topics and things. And that I think can be really, um, you know, kind of eye-opening in terms of maybe giving you ideas, like especially if you're feeling stagnant in whatever you're doing or you're feeling kind of like a little stuck or not creative, like just getting out and talking with people at events might, you know, re-inspire you more than you you even think. And so, yeah, I, I think it's really a fun thing to do. Um, and I think that also like you never know what situations are going to unfold. Like you can you know, meet someone that totally changes the trajectory of your life. And you never know when those moments in your life are going to happen. And I think that's one, actually one of the most exciting things about life is that you never know what decision or person you meet might actually just change everything. And I think that's pretty cool. True. Finally, looking ahead, what are your future aspirations in the blockchain and crypto space? Are there any specific projects or goals you're currently pursuing or areas you would like to explore further to continue promoting blockchain adoption through video content? This is a a, a great question. And so in terms of like just my own personal aspirations and, you know, where I'm kind of looking to go from here is I really want to double down on doing more educational content that, again, really helps that person when they're first looking into things and being like, I don't know if this is for me. I feel overwhelmed. What does any of this mean? Um, And to really make sure that that person feels supported and feels like, yes, this is something they can tackle. Yes, this place is for them. I strongly believe that crypto is for everyone. And so, you know, I have a two minute explainer series. And so I really want to keep adding to that. I'm currently working on a beginner's crypto guide that I haven't published yet, but I'm working on. And so I think really my next step is just, again, like making sure that those people have the resources they need. Because when I look across the crypto industry, there are tons of beginner tutorials and, you know, educational series and blog posts and things. And again, like when you start watching them and reading them, they kick off with all of these big industry specific terms, you know, that I think feel kind of overwhelming. So I still I, I think that there's a really big need for true foundational materials and so I'm excited to keep working on that and keep it fun keep it light make sure that it's you know we got a little comedic relief in there you know we're having we're having some fun with it too so um that's really my goal and like honestly the industry like I I, I've said kind of along this interview is really just moving so quickly and there's so many different adaptations of what this technology can do that we don't even know what the next phases of crypto might look like you know we had 
the huge boom of DeFi, which is decentralized finance. We've had NFTs. We've had all these different, you know, kind of like layerings of the of the technology where people are using it in different ways and there's so much potential that I'm just excited to be part of it be at the forefront of you know helping people to understand what's going on and so I really appreciate all of you for um, listening to this recording I hope that if you're even a little bit interested in crypto that encourages you that yes you can you can get started it's really not that hard you got this. Um, I, I think that it's such an exciting industry to be part of. And so I would definitely encourage anyone who is interested just to kind of continue along in that journey. And I just want to thank you guys again so much for having me on the show. And that brings us to the end of this captivating episode with Leah Thompson, The Girl Gone Crypto. We are truly grateful for her expertise and passion for making blockchain technology approachable. So before we wrap up, let's wish Leah all the best for her future endeavors. Thank you, Leah, for sharing your knowledge and being an incredible guest on my show. Now, to my beautiful listeners, I encourage you to follow Leah and continue learning about the exciting world of crypto. You can connect with me through social media or by emailing me at showselftalk.gmail.com. You can also find more episodes and updates on my website at www.selftalkshow.com. Stay tuned for more fascinating conversation and inspiring stories on Self Talk Show. Until next time, keep exploring, keep learning, and keep pushing the boundaries of what's possible.